0: Historical evidence is overwhelming that the Founding Fathers intended impeachment to be used to deal with the commission of indictable crimes and the abuse of power. That's right, Marjorie Taylor Greene and her infamous comment, Indictable. Welcome back to the Magnolia Media Podcast, part of the Magnolia Media Network. I'm your host, Jonathan M. Bruggero, here with my editor and co-host, Logan Ramsey. And Barney Rubble's little sister is not only sinister and treasonous, but apparently she's also a self diagnosed dyslexic.
1: A bullshit? A bullshit? A bullshit.
0: Democracy and Democrats have the wind at our backs and seem to be gaining momentum. Let's capitalize on that momentum. Let's go after Trump's throat. Make fun of the fact he lies about his debt worth, poke fun at his failed businesses, including casinos, stakes, airlines, water, Trump University, which we all remember, and the fact that he has blown $50 million of Republican money on lawyers this year, this past year alone. Point out how all of his business dealings with the hotel at the old post office in DC, now a Trump branded hotel, which along with three other properties in just the first two years of his presidency paid him $7.8 million, $5 million of which was paid out by the Chinese government. The rest came exclusively from leaders of authoritarian countries. Surprise, surprise. This was just in his first two years as con man-in-chief. So while Marjorie Taylor Greene doesn't understand the concept of phonetic notes for her speeches, Trump is guilty of violating almost every rule there is regarding presidential behavior. He's a threat to everything our fathers, grandfathers, etc. fought and many died to preserve this ideal that is America. Now on to the Supreme Religious Court. It is also part of this scheme to undo America. We must hold the Senate, flip the House, and re-elect President Biden to successfully kill the racist and sinister filibuster. Pass voting, immigration, and judicial reform, including expansion of the Supreme Court of the United States. This court is hostile to the First Amendment's guarantee of a separation of church and state. This court has essentially legalized discrimination, as long as it's uh, tied to one's religion, which prohibits an individual's personal lifestyle, like being gay, plus they lied to the Senate. Three of these right-wing extremists were appointed by an illegitimate president, Donald Trump, and in my view should go on principle alone, but we will just have to dilute their power by expanding the court, perhaps to 13 members. The D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals has 11. Shouldn't the Supreme Court, the court right above it, have more justices than the lower court? This nation is leaving itself vulnerable to minority rule, a.k.a. fascism, by not erasing the filibuster from the modern Senate. In 2024, Arizona Democrat Kirsten Sinema will be replaced by a real Democrat in Ruben Gallego, And Joe Manchin, another so-called Democrat from West Virginia, is conceding to a Republican. We must hold Sherrod Brown's Senate seat in Ohio and John Tester's seat in Montana, and flip either Texas's Senate seat, where Colin Allred is polling within 1% of the hated coward that is Ted Cruz. What the hell is even that? Florida is another possibility, but a very unreliable state. Give Biden complete control of government again and watch this nation flourish. We'd permanently reinstate the monthly child tax credit payments for families with kids, repair a corrupt anti-constitutional Supreme Court of the United States, pass common sense gun control, forgive student loans. We'd also pass the John Lewis Voting Rights Act, restoring rights that were gutted from the 1964 Civil Rights Act. A new court could also get rid of dark money in our elections by reversing the horrendous Citizens United decision. We would also see a progressive tax code. Wouldn't that be nice, getting millionaires and billionaires to pay their share? Republicans will never again control all three chambers, but Democrats will, as they emerge as the pro-American party. It's a shame that one party has to be pro-American, but that's where we're at. At least liberals aren't catering to Putin. (laughs) What the hell is going on with mainstream media? As we dive into our topic of the day, it has to be about mainstream media. They, specifically CNN, has been reporting Trump's tiny 2% win in Iowa and his 11-point win in New Hampshire as momentous and crushing. Quote, Trump has all of the momentum after crushing the competition in new hampshire this courtesy of cnn where trump won by 11 points meanwhile biden's 94 percent win versus a well-funded congressman and dean phillips in the south carolina primary but that's all we hear biden wins south carolina by 94 plus percent but somehow trump has all of the momentum but what the, hell, but <laughs> <laughs> the question must be asked: Is CNN giving Trump all of the hype in case he's actually elected? Perhaps to avoid being the first to be interned in the camp Trump has planned for his media and political enemies. Maybe they're trying to avoid being indicted by Marge Taylor Green. And more news. Wait, wait, the border was all that mattered to the tiny Republican majority at the beginning of this House term. And now a bipartisan bill has been prepared. Wait for it. Mega Mike Johnson will not bring this bill to the floor of the House of Representatives. What the fuck? You slimy little twerp. You spineless weasel. This is why you won't be Speaker much longer. It's why Trump will lose and why Democrats will have a stranglehold on the House for years to come. Trump, in an interview with Maria Bagliarolo, oh, the way she speaks absolutely drives me insane. Trump says he was only joking about the being a dictator for a day, saying, quote, it was said in jest and i would only close the border and tell oil companies to drill baby drill even as fox news attempts to carry his water trump goes off the rails calling biden incompetent and making disgraceful comments about migrants back to the gqp for a moment i've stopped calling them the gop the o stood for opportunity and Now they're really more the party of QAnon. So the GQP, for a moment, after decades of whining about immigration and a a once-in-a-generation bill has been put together by a bipartisan group of senators, only to be told by the Speaker of the Week, MAGA Mike Johnson, it won't even get a vote in the House. Mm. They, the remnants of what was the GOP just wants something over which to <laughs> about and can't be bothered to, I don't know, do their job. As for drill baby drill, Biden has approved more drilling than at any point during Trump's presidency. A little fact for you. Republicans obviously prefer racist, xenophobic comments that have led to mass shootings in this country. Republicans in Congress have been cited time and time again saying that they won't vote on a bill because it would give Biden a perceived win? This is ridiculous. Absolutely unacceptable. And for Republican voters, you're being played for fools, especially Republican voters in border states. P.S., at least for next week, our new schedule will be new pods on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, dropping at midnight each of those days, as we begin to scour our city and get some footage for you that will be up on our Instagram. You can find mine at MagnoliaJohn2024 or at Logan's Magnolia Logan2024 and see some of our beautiful city and some of our interactions with folks on the street. We might even put together a YouTube channel so that we can stream some of them for you. Also, another quick note, on March 14th through the 18th, we will be recording from our second city, sort of our second home, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, for the St. Patrick's Day festivities. Well, that's all from me, Logan. Anything from you. On this fine day here in Knoxville, Tennessee.
1: Everything's going good on my side, but I just wanted to discuss some of the things about today. The impeachment of the... Um, DHS secretary? Yeah, the DHS secretary. That's where the,
0: the whole indictable comment came from, a rant Marjorie uh, Trader-Green was on when she spouted out indictable, and now apparently half her family is dyslexic, I I imagine, from inbreeding. Um, The idea is, first, they were going to impeach Joe Biden, but the Constitution has very strict parameters about when you can indict a president. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, impeach a president, and he has to have committed crimes or misdemeanors. Which he has not. Uh, So yeah, they tried for over a year to bring Hunter Biden into the fold, and somehow Hunter Biden's misdeeds are attached to the father somehow, sort of like the sins of the father but in reverse type thing. Uh, And so that didn't work. So um, they decided to turn to Alejandro Mayorkas, who is the secretary of the Department of Homeland Security. So his job is coordinating the FBI, the CIA, naval and army intelligence, things of that nature. And somehow he's responsible for the people coming to the border. I think we would be better off talking about why these people from these specific countries are coming to the U.S. border and what we can do to help improve life in let's say El Salvador, for example, or Venezuela. When we we don't have any ties to Venezuela any longer, uh it's not a country we do business with. They're sort of outside the fray. But you know people are are making an incredible journey, mostly by foot. They're trusting uh, coyotes, of course, you know yeah, smugglers. people to help you guide you through the border. Smugglers, right. The opportunity to do something about it's in this bill. This would actually give President Biden the authority to close the border when any particular day it reaches a certain number of applicants who are showing up. You like know, a surge. Yeah, when, when they see a surge of people uh, requesting protection and, and, and an opportunity to come into the United States, but they refuse to even talk about it. They refuse to even bring it up for a vote. And keep this in mind. There are senators, Democratic senators, who will not vote for this bill strictly because it's... Pushing the boundaries of what is humane, at least in democratic yeah. circles. But just to get some funding for the border, for Israel and for Ukraine, which looks like Israel is, is going to go unfunded and so is Ukraine, uh, who we're supposed to be supporting internationally, they're carrying Putin's water. They're, they're actually doing Putin's work for him by making sure no extra money flows to Ukraine.
1: That's pathetic. With the border in the U.S. with Mexico, how long has it been since
0: there was a border reform? Over 30 years now. 30 years? Over 30 years. Yeah, I think it was uh, the early days of the Clinton administration when he was elected. He took office in January of 93. There was also some uh, immigration reform, I think, in 1986 when Ronald Reagan was president. So we're operating off that old system. And again, you have all these people coming to claim asylum. Yeah. Uh, we, don't have the, we don't have the money, so we don't have the judges necessary to process these asylum claims.
1: Mm-hmm. We don't
0: have any place to hold asylum seekers while their cases are, are being heard. So you'll hear Republicans say, catch and release, catch and release. Well, that's the law the law is okay they're allowed to roam around the interior of the country and and let's let's change the way we talk about
1: yeah it sounds like you're like at right at bass pro shop going to get fishing gear and you're about to go fishing
0: this is not these aren't animals these are human beings you know we're not talking about stray dogs showing up to the southern border these are human beings and the language used by Republicans, specifically Donald Trump, has been cited in mass shootings. If you yeah, go back to the El Paso uh, even shootings.
1: Marjorie Green Taylor with her Marjorie Taylor Green. Marjorie Taylor Green with her calling them what was it?
0: Um, aliens. Yeah, and uh, runners. yeah, I mean, it's despicable, and we see we see so much of it in today's discourse that I just want to go on the record as a liberal commentator who says first of all the the term illegal alien it's not in my vocabulary because human beings aren't illegal and again this is supposed to be the pro-life party these are the same people who would uh you know vote to strip a woman of her right to her own body to her own family planning right which is disgusting yeah and which is disgusting in and of itself but there really isn't a quote pro-life movement at all. It's no. a it's a pro um, infringe upon your right with with my belief system. Yeah, it's a more pro-control. Yeah, it's pro-control. They they want they they basically want you to subscribe to or prescribe to their notion of civilized living, which is you know religion first. They want you to put their religion, their extreme religion, which if you've seen an evangelical church service as of late, a white evangelical oh, church it's service. it's terrifying. It's just politics. Yeah. All they do is get up there in front of a backdrop or a green screen of the U.S. Capitol. Not of Israel, not of Bethlehem, not of the Calvary with the three crosses. You know, none of that. No Jesus business. We don't have time for Jesus. We're too busy talking about Donald Trump a, a, a three time. It's America. terrifying.
1: I think that they're gonna replace Jesus on the cross with Trump on a cross, but with one hand loose, eating a cheeseburger.
0: Right, and and the you know sucking down a diet coke, um, as he has uh, servants bring it to him, and and again, like I said in the read earlier, let's poke fun at him. We know Donald Trump isn't worth ten billion dollars. Oh, he's a loser. If he, if he, yeah, we know that Donald Trump lost. $915 million, I believe it was, in the leaked tax forms that came out. I believe they were leaked in 2019. Um, by the way, the guy who leaked those tax forms from the IRS is doing five years in prison now as a oh, result. Oh, shit. Yeah, he, as a result of leaking uh, those those tax documents. But it gave us some insight to just how nefarious the Trump organization is, and that they hadn't paid federal taxes in something like 15 years.
1: So wait, Trump's taxes get leaked. The guy goes to jail for five years, but Trump had blacklisted files from the government in his bathroom,
0: and he's not serving any time for that? Not yet, because the judge appointed at the last moment, just as Trump was leaving office or being forced out of office, he appointed a judge named Eileen Cannon to the uh, Southern District of Florida. And unfortunately, she got the documents case. She initially set a trial date for, I think, late May to begin the stolen documents case. Yeah. She also moved it to the most rural venue she possibly could uh, to avoid being anywhere near, you know, Miami or. Sort of the the major metro area, so that the uh, jurors selected for that case would be um, as Trumplican as possible in Trump's favor. Yeah, they, yeah, they're they're they're, they're and it's sort of a, a hodgepodge, a mash together, a mashup, if you will, of the term Republican and and Trump. I like calling them Trumpalumpas. <laughs> they're they're, I mean, yeah, with the, they're about the same color as Oompa Loompas. So yeah. <laughs> I, he is. I mean, you know, I, I call it rust number 35. But the guy keeps looking worse and worse. Um, you know, you've got these absolute – I mean, if you can't look into the eyes of Marjorie Taylor Greene and see that there is not a three-digit IQ behind those eyes – you know, uh, oh God and, uh, no! You know that's saying at least a hundred. I think it has to be seventy for you to go to public school, regular public school, and not a specialized school. And that's not saying anything bad or or inflammatory about people who do have mental issues who are on the spectrum. But this woman won't shut up. This woman ran for Congress out of one of the most racist districts in America, a district not far from us that has been voted time and time again, the most racist district in the United States. And they, <laughs> they elected Mrs. CrossFit USA, because if you look at her biography, uh, if you look her up, there's not a whole lot to be said about Marjorie Taylor Greene pre her running for office in i think 2020 when she first you know became yeah. a us a member of the united states congress so we have marjorie taylor green we have our uh, unfortunately our congressman and tim my daddy burchett my which daddy. my daddy again i have you know if you want me to have any respect for you at all and you're over the age of let's say 40 um, and you're, you, and you say, you know my daddy would have you know this or that my daddy taught me, look it's it's your father. Once you pass the age of I don't know 12, he's no longer your daddy, he's your father and he can't even be respectable in a, um, a setting like a, an interview um, uh, in the Senate outside the Senate chamber. So, you know, I have it really kills any opportunity you have to respect a guy uh, or to have any admiration uh, for, you know, our local lawmakers because people who were respectable, like Bob Corker, who we'd love to have on the show. Oh, gosh. Or Lamar Alexander, who we would love to yes. have on the show. Or um, former governor, Democrat Phil Bredesen, who would, again, love to have on the show. Mm -hmm. Uh, who don't, or Bill Haslam, um, who, you know, with his multi-billion dollar business probably doesn't have time for us, No, (laughs) but was a governor, was the governor of Tennessee until 2018 was pushing, you actually pushed Medicaid expansion in Tennessee and couldn't even get it out of the healthcare committee. He couldn't even, couldn't even win a vote. Yeah. So in order for a piece of legislation to move forward, first it has to go to committee. Mm -hmm. So The idea of expanding Medicaid in Tennessee first would have gone to the health care committee. I don't know the exact name of it in the Tennessee state legislature. So on three separate occasions, he said, take it back up again. I want to vote on this because I want to bring it to the full uh, floor of the state legislature, the state house and the state Senate. It never made it out of committee because of a Republican supermajority.
1: It's pathetic.
0: It is. And then you have actions like those that were taken against the two Justins and our uh, rep, Gloria Johnson, here Mm -hmm. in West Knoxville, um, when they were, at least the two Justins, were expelled for one day uh, from the (laughs) Tennessee State Legislature and talked to by people like Andrew Farmer inside, you know, on camera inside the state chamber yeah, as if they were children. And these men have PhDs, you know, they just happen to be of African-American, you know. So um, there's been a lot of powerful words. Again, the two Justins, you know, we're big fans of both you guys. Uh, We'd love to have you guys on the show as well. We have a whole list of just Tennessee politicians alone that uh, we, we'd love to have on the show. And, you know, this is a quick shout-out to a Tennessee celebrity who was on Law & Order for many years named Fred Thompson. Oh, quite a famous actor, actually. Oh, yeah. He sat in the Senate as a senator the, the, for uh, from the state of Tennessee.
1: Yeah, a lot of people don't he know that. He was a that. Republican.
0: Um, but but if Fred were alive, uh, uh, and I believe he's rolling over in his grave now, Oh yeah. if Fred were alive... That'd be he'd be ideal for our show because while we are left leaning, while we are sort of a, a liberal enterprise, if you will, we're a moderate liberal enterprise. We both own guns. We've both gone hunting. We've both gone fishing. We've both done all of the things you hear about in country music songs. Yeah, <laughs> um, but at the same time, we're we're urban in the sense that we both live within the boundaries of knoxville proper which is by far the biggest city in the and not just this part of the state but in this general region i mean one would have to travel all the way to charlotte and or atlanta or nashville to find a bigger city and that's hundreds of miles and and opposite yeah directions. and unlike
1: the crazy uh trumpa loompas we actually value our community we value yeah, the people absolutely. around us and we don't judge people by
0: their intelligence or by their race no and I mean there's no room for that and as and as we try to attract more and more listeners to this we want to be part of your we want to be part of your day we want to have that sort of intimacy that you only get from a podcast when you're going for a morning jog and you put your podcast on you know, yeah, or you're making earbuds. your tea and eating your or, toast. Or you know, you're having coffee in the morning while you're you know, taking the dog for a, a walk. That's where we want to be. We're not here to make you laugh. We're here to make you think. And we're here to sort of recap some of the news that, and, and some of the ideas that you might have missed. Because let's be frank. Most people, especially my age, have children. They have careers that aren't news related. Um, they're often in atmospheres where talking about the news is discouraged because they're at work, you know. Yeah. So talking about your personal um, political leanings is sort of frowned upon. Um, and we're also in an area where, you know, having liberal political leanings can be dangerous. because. Oh, yeah. These people are dangerous.
1: If you're a democratic or liberal in the state of Tennessee, it's not something that you usually talk about, like politics. You don't uh-huh. talk about it with family or at uh, dinners or even on the holidays, which yeah. is a topic that's very tender, and that's actually a sad part of reality right yeah. now. Well, you know,
0: if 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 um, someone comes to us and says, "Well, I, I'm a Republican," okay then you're a Republican. That's, that's, no, that's a shame, but we're not going to violently threaten you. Um, we're not going to, you know, we don't have anyone in our party who's going to uh, call upon his, you know, terrorist followers. And we know for a fact, because of manifestos that have been left behind, that Donald Trump has inspired this type of rage and hate. Oh, Yeah. Like we said earlier, or like I said earlier, we're we're going to play around with the days in which we put up new videos. Again, check out my Instagram at John 2024 magnolialogan2024. You can also find me on the platform formerly known as Twitter under the same handle. And be sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Magnolia Media Network. We appreciate every penny, we appreciate everything you guys do for us. And if you want to keep hearing this content, if you want us to keep producing it, then please consider giving to the cause. The cause is to slowly but surely not just turn Tennessee blue, but it's a much easier task just over the mountain in North Carolina, where we're only a couple of percentage points away in most elections, from flipping that state the way Virginia was flipped, the way Georgia has been flipped. And I think we have a real opportunity in uh, North Carolina to break up the majority uh, Republican legislature. We already have a Democratic governor in the state of North Carolina. And I I think uh, together we could do this. We can build a community uh, that, that could help reshape politics in Tennessee. Of course, we live in the most conservative part of the state, in East Tennessee, and Nashville and Memphis is a a little more progressive, a little more liberal. But really, that's all from me today. Stay tuned in. We will be coming to you with a regular slate of shows this week. Next week, we might change to the Monday, Wednesday, Friday format, but check us out on social media if uh, you wish to learn more. Anything from you, Logan? No, I think we uh, did all the damage we could do for the day. (laughs) We we certainly did. Okay, well, from Knoxville, Tennessee, at the Magnolia Media Podcast, part of the Magnolia Media Network, I'm your host, Jonathan M. Ruggiero, with my editor and co-host, Logan Ramsey. Until next time, be well.